We are back. Hello. This is Aisha, one half of this podcast. This is Lexi, the other half of this podcast. And welcome back to Sisters Reading Romance. Welcome, welcome. This is the first book of January. First book of 2023. Which is kind of crazy. Your face is like, uh. <laughs> um, so this this month, we decided to pick four books that were like our top-rated books. So these are like five-star ratings for us. I picked two and Lexi picked two. And then we'll alternate weeks. So this week, we did Book Lovers, which was my pick um, by Emily Henry. And I mean, like it was rated like, wasn't it? Didn't it win Best Romance on Goodreads? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it won. But like Emily Henry... Er- like all her books won the Goodreads book of the year. So. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually the first Emily Henry book I read before. And then I went back and read her other books after I read this one. I read Beach Read first. Because didn't I borrow yours? Yeah, because I purchased Beach Read and people leave me on vacation. Yeah, I liked Beach Read, but I wasn't the biggest fan of people we meet on vacation. I quite enjoyed people we meet on vacation. I mean, I think between the two, I go back to Beach Read more, but I quite enjoy. How come you didn't buy book lovers? Because at the time it was expensive. And I also hadded read it when I read Oh, purchase the other two. So I wasn't sure. Because I read this book. But I don't know if from I would. From the library. I'm going to purchase it. Really? I read it from the library and then I purchased it like. I purchased it halfway through being like, I know I'm going to love this book and I'm going to want to like own my own copy. And I finished the book reading my own copy. So um, dogs everywhere. Yeah, there are dogs everywhere. That want to be involved in the podcast. Thank you, baby. Um, they're all your no. dogs too. They I know they're needy. needy. Okay, needy. although your dog's over there drinking water super loudly. He's a loud drinker. Um. Okay, back to the book. So we read book Book Lovers by Emily Henry. This is a five star for me. I don't know what did you end up rating? I it? think I ended up rating it like a four star. Really? I I didn't love love it. I'm curious to see if I rate all of your books five stars. Uh, I really doubt you're going to rate the second one five stars. You don't think I will? I think you're going to read it and you're going to be like, Lexi, what the fuck? (laughs) Okay. that's. You also technically picked it because I gave you options. I did. You did. But we... Okay. Anyway. So book... First book of the best of 2022... It's my pick. It's Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Um, Tropes. The only one that I could think of was Enemies to Lovers. It's kind of small town. Is it though? But the whole city people. The whole purpose of this stupid, this the stupid trip is for her to have a small town romance. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And he technically is from that small town. He he is yes. And he technically runs the the local bookshop. I mean. On a technicality, yes. On a technicality, because his family doesn't want to do it, so. I mean, what other tropes are there in this book, though? I think that's... That's it. Look, there's... It's really not tropey. It's not tropey. Would you consider this a chiclet? Because... I would... Yeah, I kind of would Rereading this, it reminded me... Because 
a little bit of the the romance with Charlie kind of took a back seat to her relationship with her sister. With her sister. Yeah. Which is why I I didn't love it as much as I I enjoyed Beatrice. But then again, like uh wait for it. Okay, okay. By Maria Mariana Zapata is also like a chicklet, but that book like wrecks you. Yeah, but I found like I didn't like I didn't like where her relationship with her sister went and I did not at the end of it I was not a fan of her sister. I was I didn't care for her. I mean, I didn't dislike um what is her name? I don't remember. You literally reread this book like yesterday. Mm, it's a couple of days ago. Uh Libby. Her name's Libby. Um Yeah, I de- it's definitely it definitely is a chiclet, though. I think it's a bit more of a chiclet. Whereas, I did like, the thing is, thing I is, mean, is I did like the relationship with Charlie. I really liked Charlie. I did really like Charlie. I liked too. Charlie better than I liked... Gus. No, I like Gus. I, um, Alex. Alex. I liked Charlie better than I liked Alex, Although but... you get more you of get, Alex and... Yeah, because, like, together. I, I want to say that, like, people we meet on vacation is, like... Like one hundred percent, like her romanciest book. Yes, agreed. Because like Beatreed is still like kind of like ventures into the chiclet with her like grief Stuff with her, her dad. dad. Where people we meet on vacation is like one hundred percent like everything is about their Them. relationship. Yeah, and like this one is also like venturing into chiclet. But I like Charlie when you got Charlie and when you actually got they the did, relationship development. They did spend a decent amount of time together. I would say they not. They spent a dis- decent amount of time, but like they didn't, it was like told, not shown. Because it was like, oh, well, we were editing yeah. this book and we would sit like side by side editing this book, sending it back and forth. And then you would spend so much time with her sister and interactions with her sister. Yeah. Or like talking, her talking about her sister. I mean that's true. So I mean like yeah, I I would I would still consider this chiclet. I hate bit, yeah. I hate the fucking term chiclet. I hate it too, or women's but... lit, but this is like it fits the definition of that. Um, I would say from a trigger warning standpoint, this is similar to like uh, Love Light Farms, where like you still get this like um, like loss of a parent. Like they talk about that a lot. Like, the trauma of the loss of their parent, their mom. Yeah, in particular for Nora. Yeah. And so, then like, also, I would say that's probably Charlie talks one. about his, like, dad's, was a heart attack? Stroke. His dad's stroke. Yeah. So, Charlie talks about that. Um, I did almost get the sense that Charlie had a learning disability. At the beginning, when he talked about how he, like, wasn't good at school and he, like, couldn't fit. Yeah, like, he probably, like. Or some sort of, like, I don't know. He probably. It wasn't really explained, but that was kind really of a sense that I got. Being, but, like, the thing is, it's, like, maybe he just didn't learn the way other kids learn. Other kids learned. Yeah, Because, like, maybe. people are different learners. Like, I didn't learn very well in school. And I would say I'm a relatively in- intelligent human being. Relatively. There are some moments that obviously I'm not, but I mean, 
this book also had really high ratings. People like eat really, up really high Emily rating. Henry. They eat that shit up. Their entire like I was she has a shocked. huge following. Like she's like Sarah J. Mass level following, I think, at this point. But she's only got three books. No, she's like four. What's the I other? What's the I think fourth she released book? The one before Beach Read, but Beach Read was the one that picked up. Mm-hmm. And then the like these ones that. are the ones that people think live like obviously they live they, in the same world. They live in the same world. Because they all like because like weirdly Charlie, connect. Charlie used like was um, January's editor, editor for the Macaroni family yeah. from Beach Read. And then uh, you don't get the connection really between Alex. What's the girl's name in? People with me on vacation. I don't even remember. You don't get the connection it's between them. The front of my brain. But but then in the in the bonus chapter that she does oh, they poppy. all her name's poppy is it i think it's poppy um grab the book. but um you get you get the bonus chapter from gus and january and they all are at the airport at the same time and you know that yeah it's poppy alex and poppy okay and you know that january and gus know Nora and Charlie because yeah, they're because authors and these two are editors. Like it, there's an entire universe that people are like all these people are friends. Like they these are this is the the golden trio and like cuz Poppy goes back to writing um a blog. A blog. But doesn't Alex want to write a book? He yeah, he wants to write a he's he's writing a book, I think interesting because i think he took a little bit of time off but he like went to go be a university teacher teacher, yeah and i think he took a little bit of time off to write his book hmm they they definitely all absolutely confusing two books together i think no i i don't i don't quite remember the funny thing is i I have this book right here and like i could uh, yeah i could just skim it because okay the goodread rating on this was a 4.24 which I would say it's accurate. I think that's a little high. That's just because I... The thing is, though, is that this had almost 500,000 ratings. Yeah. So, like... Like I said, everyone, like, everyone loves em- Emily Henry. Because I would say that some books, you're like, okay, this is rated kind of high, but they've got, like, not that many ratings. This has so many ratings that, like, that's got to be accurate. Like, majority of the people rate this a four or five. Yeah. Most people like, like I genuinely enjoyed my time. It's just not my favorite. This is my favorite Emily Henry. It's definitely a summer read. Like I definitely read this in the middle of the summer. Yeah, it is definitely a summer read. I would say like an August kind of read, which is when it takes place is mm-hmm. like mostly in August, like the whole month of August, basically. Um, yeah, this, this has super high ratings and like so many of them, which I was shocked. But then I guess it did win Goodreads, like Romance of 2022. So I guess that kind of Which I'm makes not sense. shocked. No. Although like it had some good contenders in that like fight. Yeah, I had what a did lot you, of- you, you didn't vote for Goodreads. You didn't write for, yeah. You yeah, I did. You, did you vote for book lovers though? I don't think I voted for book lovers. I voted for book, Let me book lovers. My- for my freaking phone if your dog would get off me um let me see does it tell you if you 
what you voted for i don't know you won the app i have no idea uh, the only thing is is i did wish you got charlie you only get single pov in all of emory emily henry's books and i do wish that you got charlie yeah um okay i'm gonna read the back of the book so one summer two rivals a plot twist they didn't see coming Nora Steffen's life is books. She reads them. She reads them all. She is not the type of hair and she is not that type of heroine. Heroine. Good. I am struggling. Great, great job. Not the plunky one. Not the laid back dream girl. And especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is a heroine for are her clients for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent and her beloved little sister Libby. Which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina for the month of August when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away. With visions of small town transformation for Nora, who she's convinced needs to become the heroine of her own story. But instead of picnics in meadows and run or run-ins with the, a handsome country doctor or bulging four-armed bartender, <laughs> Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish brooding editor from back in the city brooding huh it's brooding yeah that's what i said you said brooding okay brooding editor from back in the city it would be a meet cute if not for the fact that they met many times and it's never been cute if nora knows she's not the idea nor yeah if nora knows she's not an idea ideal heroine charlie knows he's nobody's hero but as soon as they're thrown together again and again in a series of coincidences, no editor worth their salt would allow what they could discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. I do think that's accurate, although I did struggle reading through that. So you I'm did. sorry. Please, please go look it up and read it yourself. <laughs> I struggled to you Oh, I struggled to reading that. Um, I do think that's pretty accurate. That back of the book gives you just enough, but not too much yeah but it still sells you like this is a romance it does and although this isn't romance i guess this is i more felt like romance. you spent like 70 percent of this book with her relationship with her sister and then the other 30 percent with Charlie. i would definitely go 50 50 at no. least 50 50 i would not 50 with i would Libby. not say that because the conflict there's like i would say like the conflict if there is any conflict between charlie and nora like that he's moving back to the small town and she's not yeah but the conflict in the book is with her sister like yeah it's her sister not like moving basically to the same and not fucking telling her (laughs) yeah that was a weird one well we'll get there we'll get there but um he just wasn't a fan yeah nora and charlie although so charlie's like 36 yeah, I think they're... And then Nora's 32. She's definitely 32 because I wrote it down. But yeah. Charlie, I want to say, is a Charlie's couple years like, older yeah, than he is. Yeah, I think Charlie is a couple years older, but they're definitely in their 30s. They're definitely in their 30s. Um, and Libby's in her, like, late 20s? Yeah. Because Nora would have been... Nora's, like, four years older? I thought she was five, like, because at least five years Libby older. was 16 when their mom died. And... Nora was 23? I don't know. I don't remember. I think Um, she was in her, like, early 20s. Like, I don't think she went, she was in school still. No, she was about to go to university. So then she must have been 18, 19. 
So they must not be that far apart. Libby must be like Which is weird because like twenty three. Libby literally like she she kinda doesn't do anything for herself ever. I also was thinking about this because so they live in a like two bedroom, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. But Libby doesn't work, and they've got two kids. I know. So Libby does doesn't her work. Husband do? Her husband's an accountant. He must be. And like a. But pretty- the thing is, no, 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 no. This is why I'm not a fan of her sister. Is because Nora's basically supporting her sister. Like her husband lost his job once, once, and they like they don't make a lot of money. I, and because yeah, I was kind of like by that. Like the, that's the reason they're moving to the small town is. Is because obviously it's cheaper. The, like, the price of living is cheaper. Yes, naturally. And he got a job in the of North Carolina. He got a job in a like a town over. Yeah, like a twenty minute drive or something. And like the 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 I don't think her sister understands how much her like Nora does for her and. I don't think she ever wanted to understand because Nora would just do it like naturally, which is why I'm not a huge fan. Like the fact that her sister never asked like, oh, why didn't you ever go into book editing? Even though she knew. I, but I don't think that, she knew. I think she knew. No, like she said that in the book that she's like, well, I didn't know that you even applied for a job and didn't take it. And she's like, I just didn't tell you. She's like, well, why didn't you tell me? She's like, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't tell you because you wanted to afford all this shit because you don't fucking work and you have three kids. They have three kids. Well, if two you, and a half. Two and a half because she's pregos. But, but yeah, I like was, it's just like it's kind of this like I like she has no concept of like how much shit is because if you if if they really were that tight on money. Yeah. And they, they were just move out of the city. Not only would they, they, not, only in, would they not just like move out of the city. They would not have keep having kids like they have one kid and then call it it, done because they'd be like well kids are really fucking expensive maybe i won't have another kid and now they can't even fucking wrap it up like jesus christ yeah i mean they obviously want another kid but yeah i was i was kind of confused because i was like okay they're living in new york city yeah i was i mean to be fair i don't know what the prices are like in new york city but they're very expensive my general yeah consensus is that is they're more expensive than pretty expensive so they're living in a two bedroom with two children and Libby doesn't work. And I was like, he must make a lot of money. It's either he must make a lot of money or Nora is like somehow supporting them. Somehow indirectly. supporting them. Cause yeah, I was kind of confused at how that worked. Cause it did make sense for them to move out of the city. It made sense. And I was surprised it was just like, it Nora was, didn't come to that conclusion. It, it like, it made sense when you put it out there, but it also like all her sister and her husband's decisions made absolutely no sense to me. Just as someone yeah. who who does her own finances, who understands how expensive it is to, to live, live in a city, city. <laughs> it just like she must live in like weird. a fucking la la land. Jesus. It was a little weird. Like it was like, and I, then yeah, yeah. And this entire plot is pushed by her sister. Like her sister wanted her to take this trip. Yeah, not because she was gonna move to this small town, which she failed to mention to her sister. Yeah, she wanted she she sold it to Nora as like. Her favorite book is Once in a Lifetime, which is a book that uh, Nora represents the author. So she sold the book basically to yeah, a she's publisher, a, she's a, and that's why it got it got really big. She's and, like, a they were a like movie. a book agent, and she. So 
her sister loved the book and was like, let's go like meet the small town. And then you could finally get your small town romance. Because the one thing I did really like about this book is the fact that this is the anti Hallmark movie. And I felt like it was fitting to do this in January because obviously Hallmark movies are classically Christmas movies. And this is literally, this is about the anti-Hallmark movie. And they, they, she even talks about it. Like, she's like, I've been dubbed, like, four times, all of which are from guys, big, powerful city guys, going to the country for work, falling in love oh, with yeah, random... Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Like, bakers or... And yeah, they like, like they have their own Hallmark my movie. My favorite romance. thing is when the beginning of the book starts with Nora getting dumped over the phone by a guy who's fallen in love with the the heiress of a like small, small inn. inn in the middle of fucking buttfuck nowhere, Texas. And she's like, "Are you fucked?" Like, like she literally broke it down. She's like, "So you went to the small town to buy this hotel? Yeah. And Instead, you fell you in quitting love. your job." And you're actually going to help them run the hotel to make money. Also, the only reason you had a job was because your dad is a hotel mongol and you got the job via nepotism. And he's like, not everything's about like making money, Nora. And he, she's like, you literally got the job. You're only rich because of I nepotism. really, I, I, the thing is, <laughs> like, the like thing you is, for it. is like, I really like Nora and I really I like Charlie. I did. I really like Nora. But if you took, that, like the only frustrations I had with this book was, was her sister. Yeah, and it like, did revolve a lot around Libby. But I mean, that's why I think I liked the book. Like, I think I liked that part. But of the, the thing book. is, I did wish I got more Nora and Charlie. Like, I wish in the small town when they went to what was it called? What was it the town called? Are you sure you Sunshine mean? Falls. That's what it was called. And I did wish that you got more of them together because their banter was good. And it was, it was good funny. banter. It was, it was funny. Like, like a laugh out loud, funny banter, too, which is like part of the selling point of this book. Because I was like, it's like genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. But then you do get a lot of Libby. And I I found that the problem between her and Libby went on a little too long. It went like, I would have liked like it to, end to the sooner. point that like the third act conflict was more of a problem with her and Libby than it was with her and Charlie. Cause like because it, the problem yeah. with her and Charlie was like, oh the month is done. She has to go home. And to- he didn't want to tell her that he's actually going to stay. Yeah. And they're both city people. And like also, live in a small town. Libby didn't want to tell her that she was going to move to the fucking town. Yeah, that was the one thing that I didn't like was that, yeah, she waited so long. And the husband kept being like, do you know? Like she, she literally <laughs> thought that her sister was going through a divorce. Yes. And so she was like, I got to support. I got to support my sister. She's pregnant. I'm going to do whatever I can to support her. But really, it was like they're keeping a secret from Nora and they're acting very like awkward around her. Because her sister was basically avoiding her husband because her husband was like, you need to tell your sister we're fucking moving. And she's like, I'll get to it. (laughs) And like she was feeling guilty. about Because the thing is, it's like, like, at least our relationship is different, but. If I decided to move to the middle of nowhere, you would probably be with me, like, going up to see the, my fucking house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was a little... It was a little, like... It, I mean, I I think it was a good 
problem. Like this it was a problem, good problem made sense. It wasn't a stupid problem. Like, like it wasn't a stupid problem, stupid. but I just felt that like her sister had. I like I, I felt like her sister didn't understand Nora fully, yes. and I also didn't think her prob her like sister like. I just like like cared about Nora's opinion really. I mean, I think too that like, like, th- so that aside, like the reason I liked this book though was because like, I did like the relationship between her and Libby. Like, I did like it. I think that it it the the conflict between them drew out too long that it kind of overshadowed the problem between her and Charlie and the fact that he was having yeah, to stay. I to felt care like of his parents. the entire first half of the book should have been about her. And Libby. And, and then, then it should have switched. It should have switched. And it should have been like the last two weeks in Sunshine Falls should have been about her and Charlie. Like yeah. I did think it went a little long because they waited for the last like five days basically. Yeah. But I did. The, what I did like about this book was it was about a woman who makes her own money, takes care of her fucking self. Yeah. Knew exactly what I she think- wanted and why she didn't want something. And then when she could have moved to a small town for her sister and for a guy that she loved and realized that she's like, I would not be happy here. Like, I can't do this. Like, I can't yeah, move here. I think. And then picked herself. The, the thing I like about Nora is, like, she's a character that's always. Consistent. Def- she's com- consistent the whole time. She's always a ca- type of character that you, like, in Eight. in books, she's always the villain. Yes. Because she's, like, the the money-hungry, like, career and woman. hero. Yeah. Well, no, she's like, she's always like that, the like other woman. She's the one that evens out. She makes the regular heroine seem more down to earth and sweet in contrast to. And like, yeah, to like the like career woman, like the power woman who cares about her career, doesn't want kids, like cares about money. It's, I really like the fact that you got to see a character like that because so different it's yeah it's very different from like the i'm not like other girls the classic girl yeah the classic because in a traditional romance you'd probably get like someone like libby yes with like the pink hair which i also didn't understand because she's pregnant she shouldn't have been dyeing her hair in particular box dye from the I mean, I don't know the rules there. I'm so. pretty sure you're not supposed to have like. Neither of us have had kids, so I feel like neither we, of us has kids. Neither know. of us have That's, dyed or bleached our hair. I mean, yeah, but I don't I'm know pretty that, sure but. you're not supposed to put box dye on your head when you're pregnant. I have no idea, so I can't. I can't comment. I have literally no idea. I mean, yeah, I did because I because realistically, the reason I like Nora is because, and the reason I like this book is because. She is, in every situation, the anti-hero getting a love story. Yeah. Where she, like, still is consistent throughout the whole book. She still knows that she wants to be a city person. She still wants to make money. She loves her she, Peloton, and She I doesn't want that. kids. Like, and, and she doesn't She doesn't change her mind and be like, suddenly, like, you know what? Yeah, I do want kids. Yeah. Like, well, they both also, are like, we don't want kids. And they're like, cool, we don't want kids. <laughs> like, it's Yeah, I, I think that, like... It's nice. It's refreshing. I like, I like how Charlie does like like that that part of her. Yeah, he's like, I also don't want kids, and she's like, perfect. 
Like it and doesn't. He's like him- I like that you love your Peloton, and she's like, I love my Peloton. <laughs> I love how the the best part of their banter is when he's like, he like says like you look expensive like a joke, and she's like, I look expensive. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and he's like, that was supposed to be an insult, but okay, <laughs> like. I their banter was so good and that is one thing that Emily Henry does really well is the banter between her heroine and hero are super good so like she does dialogue very well she does she great dialogue like this is a good book for the dialogue I mean I also think that what Emily Henry does really well is she gives you enough detail for you to place this book in time but not too much as to date the book. Do you know what I mean? Like the one thing about Love Light Farms is that the whole book is about this Instagrammer coming to the farm. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things don't last forever. So like straight out saying Instagram could date the book. Whereas she mentions like at the very end of the book, like Nora picks up a Bridgerton book and is like reading the back of the book. So you can then now date this book in time. But not enough to actually. But that's yeah, it's like vague because it's vague enough but to she not also, date the book just, ten years from now. She also mentions Peloton and that's true. So it does it's like a brand does, bike, which is why that's the only thing about using specific brands is you date the book because like but that like, is true. The, the Peloton do, thing is the only one, but I do find that in general, besides that. She does a good job placing this book in time without overdoing it to like then date the book. Mm-hmm. Like I did have a good time. I just think if you just spent less time with her sister. I also think the sex scene should have happened so much sooner. It was so like I thought they were going to have sex in the library. I was like, this is it's happening. And then they stop and then they don't have sex for like another week. And I was like, Why? Just do it. And then when they're finally having sex, he's like, why the fuck did we wait? Like, we should have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. But it like, it was like this kind of how this I is know. supposed to be a it's slow a burn. thing happens. It's but supposed like, to be a still. slow burn, Aisha. I know. But still, I just wish that like. Also, this is like a back burn burner because the whole, the whole sister relationship was on the front burner, Aisha. I I don't know why you're still hung up on I just I, I just don't know. like it just got to the point that I was just so frustrated with her sister sometimes that I was like I can't I can't read right now I can't read this book right now I had to put really? it down I it never bothered like, me that much no I literally had to keep like putting this book down because her like it just like it would keep going with her sister and I was like I'm just like get to the romance just just get there ready. Like, I mean, it obviously, like, I would have preferred more of Charlie and Nora, but I don't think it ever bothered me that much. It bothered me. Because, I mean, like, I also, yeah, I mean, I did like the ending, though, because it did make sense. Like, that did make sense. It also didn't end with babies and a marriage, which I was, like, also kind of refreshing. Like, I think they were going to get married, but, like, they both consistently were still like, yeah, we still don't want kids. Mm-hmm. And usually at the end of the book, it's like, I don't know if I want kids. And then it's like, oh, we're going to have kids. Like, I've changed my mind because he's perfect. Yeah. Like, when have we, have you ever read a heroine and like a hero where they actually don't want kids? And then they act like they, they just don't actually have kids. I don't think I have. No. Or like they say something like when I was reading Icebreaker, 
she wanted to adopt because she was adopted and then at the end she she's like pregnant with like accidental pregnancy and i'm like she, she wanted to adopt yeah yeah we're it like still kind of yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean that's what i mean like this book is so that's why it's so good and the condom watch like basically what happens is that they like start to have sex and then in a library no this is when they're actually in his office like when they're actually about to have sex and then he's like um he's like she's like oh condoms and he's like oh yeah it's right he's like while well, you're in birth control she's like yeah but he's like right, right we don't want kids yeah like yeah yeah we're, we're and he just like goes and gets one like it's just not even part of the question it's like we're not those people like that's exactly what it's like like they're both just like we're not the people who would leave anything a chance yeah and they're just not who they are and it's so consistent and i was like this is super fucking refreshing yeah because it's not like oh no don't worry i'm clean like it's like awesome okay how do we know i mean i didn't think you would like i like the book i just wanted more it doesn't sound like like you, did. you know what i like like the most is i highly recommend to anyone who's read at least all of the three recent emily henry books to go on her website and read the bonus chapter in the airport that one was cute because it has all of them. So it's from is it from January's perspective? It, yeah, it's, it's from, from January's. It, no, it's from Gus's perspective. No, I think it's from January. No, I think because... it's from Gus because he gets told that they're gonna have a kid, and yeah. he's like, "You're gonna have a kid." She's like, "No, yeah, yeah, but also you." <laughs> like, it's. I'm pretty sure it's from Gus's perspective. But it's like them in an airport, and you see all the couples. It's cute. So it's like Gus and January are like coming to the airport they're going through the airport and then you see like alex and poppy doing karaoke and then you see like nora and charlie and they were like oh let's go say hi because i know charlie and then they start making out in the middle of the airport and they're like never mind we'll we'll we're not gonna do that yeah it's cute it's a cute little like where you get a little bit of everybody because i wanted more of like that i wanted more of that type of like charlie and nora together like making out in the middle of a fucking airport like that's what i wanted yeah they're fucking cute they're cute i i really like charlie i did too because the the banter is so fucking good in this book like honestly like sometimes the like conversation between like two characters is just like subpar this is like excellent and the thing is it's like also because you know you always get those heroes that are like like mean because they're just they're kind of just assholes we're like you never i don't know like charlie is like the reason so when they first met not only did nora just get broken up with but Charlie was just told that his dad had a stroke. His dad had a stroke, and he was to fly back to to see his dad. To see his dad, and he was gonna miss his flight because Nora was late, because Nora was on the phone getting broken up with, and they didn't tell. Obviously, they didn't tell each other because they, they this is the first meeting. So their first meeting didn't go down very well because she was like, obviously mad that she just got broken up with, and her ex boyfriend just moved to a small town to go fall in love with some heiress to a small town heiress in yeah <laughs> like a bed and, and then charlie was mad because like and he was like he was just like watch and he was, he was generally like, like frustrated with yeah. life because he also didn't find out until like 
a couple days later. Like they didn't and tell him right away. Also, it was is kind of like I think the same thing was happening with Charlie as it was with Nora with like his family just not telling him things. Yes. Like his family just didn't tell him that the bookstore was not financially doing well, doing well. until he showed up and he was like, what the fuck is happening? And, and they're like, like oh, he doesn't make any money. Yeah. And then his, his mom just didn't like doing like scheduling. He didn't like she didn't like doing the books works. But yeah. like it was like. But then she also didn't want to sell because it's been in the family for so long. And he's like, but you're literally bleeding money. Yeah. And he's like, I don't understand why you didn't just hire someone to help. <laughs> yeah. He's like a very practical person. I, yeah, I really did like Charlie. And yeah, their banter was so good. Um, yeah, this book was just so good. It's so refreshing. I think that like, read this book if you're like, don't get me wrong. I love Hallmark movies. I eat that shit up. But this was super refreshing to read. Yeah, it was a fun read. But I liked Beach Read a little bit better. I definitely liked this book. I cried I, when I read this the first time. <laughs> I I'm going to say you didn't. I don't remember if I cried. I, I definitely did. Person. I don't remember. I what cried cried, in I Beach Read and People We Made on Vacation. Mm, I don't think I cried in People We Made on Vacation. I think I might have got a little choked up during Beach Read. When, but when she was reading all those letters? Yeah. But know, that's, I was bawling my fucking eyes out then. <laughs> we yeah we have very they're like very different tastes in books but like like it's weirdly different but the same <laughs> um i mean i i overall this was a, i this was a five like i obviously rated this a I five like a four solid four i mean would i reread this hundred percent i've read this this is the third time i've read this book. yeah Aisha doesn't know how to like she finds a book she likes and, and she'll I just, just read, read the it. same book. It's like with like, you know, when you listen you find that one song you like and you just reread it and reread it and re or re listen to it until That's you're me. so sick of it. That's the issue with books. I do that with songs too. But yeah, if I find something I like, like I just I buy it and then I read like I've read the soulmate equation like five times <laughs> at least. Um I mean, yeah. So my my rating's obviously five. Rereadability, obviously, in my opinion, it's rereadable. I don't know if you would reread it. I think I would reread it. I just don't think I would. Like, it's not the one that I'm going to go back to often, but I think I would reread it eventually. Mm. Steaminess. The only thing is, it's I, like a two. Yeah, because there are scenes two. like there when they went scenes. when they went like skinny dipping. That yeah. was that was a fun scene. And like. In the in, library. In the library. In, at, at the door. And then also, oh my god, there's one thing. There was the Bigfoot. The that Bigfoot was romance. so funny. It was so, it was absolutely hilarious. And I loved it. It was the like Bigfoot an ongoing. Erotica. It was so funny. Yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah, I I, I would say two. A two is accurate two. for steaminess. Um, would you recommend this? Like, obviously I would. I think I would is like a good it's like for people who don't like de- want to deep dive into romance, but still want a romance. Mm, I don't know if that's. It's a good like. I mean, I get what you're saying. Entry level romance. Where it's not like too steamy. It's not too steamy. It's not, it's not too tropey. It's not too. That's true. This isn't that. This isn't. Super it's tropey. not too like. 
I mean, you know, because there's a, there's some things that like get pulled in romance books, and you're just like, this is absolutely fucking wild. And yeah. if you like, if yeah. you try to explain this to someone who doesn't read romance, they're you're like, just like, yeah, what are you reading, and why are you reading? Yeah, it? that's true. That's true. Because there are things like, like the things like the secret royal, or like the like secret baby, like shit like that. Are people people are like, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah, that's just a thing. It's just a thing. Because that's true, though. This book. And I guess maybe that, like, should have been a, a point that we made. Like, this isn't a tropey book. And, like, it's not tropey on purpose. Like, this, the whole book, the premise of the book is to not be tropey. The premise of the book is to not be, like, that stereotypical it, romance. Because, romance. Because Nora is not the stereotypical yeah. romance heroine. And Charlie is not the typical romance mm-hmm. hero. So, yeah, I would say this is... Like literally supposed to be not tropey, yeah. But I still I think I would recommend reading. Like obviously, like the recommendations go to different people depending on what they like to read. But I think I would recommend Beach Read over. Really? Yeah. I would no. I'd recommend Book Lovers. Oh, I mean, obviously, like I I I was not even I was like a third way through the book from the library, and then I just went and bought it, read my own copy because I knew I was gonna like the book. So, I mean, yeah, I personally would recommend this. I mean, I would recommend people. it. I just think I would recommend her other other two a little bit over this one. So, wait, of the three that are in the same world, you would st- recommend those two both over book lovers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I would still rec- – I would for sure recommend this over people with me on vacation. That was my least favorite, Emily Henry. But it's the, the most romancy. Yeah, but I don't know. And the, also the flashbacks. Like it, that's always well, a the, hard the, thing the to do. The purpose of a second chance romance, Ayesha. I know. I'm yeah. And the thing is, funny thing is, one of your favorite books is Love in Other Words, which is yes. literally the premise it's the, the exact same premise of the fucking book. <laughs> I that's a It's I the literal know. it's the same premise of the book. That they were friends and then like you show them being friends and then you show their like them in current day and how they fought I mean, how they had fallen you, out and yes. now they're reconnecting. Same fucking premise of like people we meet on vacation. I guess so. I don't know. That's I I don't know. I love that book, but I don't know. I still still not my favorite. Um okay, any last words? Mm, I think you can just pick up any Emily Henry book and I think you have Agreed. a good time. Her, they are definitely her like dialogue sl- is so good. They are definitely like a slower digest. Like I don't think you could just plow through an Emily Henry book. Yeah. I think it's definitely one of those books that you like you read a section. These are kind of books you read on vacation. Like all of her th- all three of the yeah. books are books you read on vacation. Except for Beach Read does happen in the winter. I will say it's not a beach read. It is a happens in the winter read <laughs> yes it does yeah you're right but it does it's it, they're definitely vacation books i mean yeah i yeah i definitely think this is like a book obviously they probably get sold in airports all the fucking time yeah i would agree but this is like a book you read on the plane a book you read on the beach you- yeah their covers are pretty discreet and they're not like too like cartoony I hate really, really cartoony covers. They're they're pretty discreet, but like not. Too I like discreet. how they're like simple. Like most yeah. of them are quite simple. Agreed. I mean, I would obviously recommend this book no matter what, and 
I think you just purposely like to hate on the books that I recommend. Just honestly, but me. you purposely like avoid books that I recommend until you read them. And you're like, oh, damn, Lexi actually has really good taste in books. I mean, we'll talk about this in the next book because that was just a, I don't know. I'm still kind of wrap my head around what I think about that book. But um, moral of the story, Emily Henry, pick up any of her books. They're really good. This is obviously my favorite it's obviously not Lexi's favorite of the Emily it's Henry books. It's not my books. favorite, but it's a good book. Uh, five stars for me. Not very steamy, but still very good. Um, next week, we're doing Wolf Song by TJ Clune. Clune? Clune, yeah. And um, I have thoughts. I have lots of thoughts. So stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. If you couldn't tell whose pick it was. Yeah. I have I have yeah I have lots of thoughts so stay tuned and we'll be back in your ear holes next week bye